I'm really glad that that wasn't recorded because you'd have to edit it out, and you'd... or or it would be like the intro, just no, like please a long never belch. make that the intro. <laughs> yeah, that should never be the intro. Okay, no belches for intros. Got it. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. That's it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer. I'm your host, T Man, and I'm here with. Harvey Z, in the place to be. It's been a while. It's been a while. No, no, no. It's been a while <laughs> since uh, I can hold my head up again. Okay. Is that the As actual you... song? Because I just winged it. <laughs> As you can see, Harvey Z is not a karaoke master. Did I even get the words? I, I don't think you even got the words oh, right. crap. I haven't even thought about that song in such a long time. But I really... My biology professor introduced me to that band, actually. Wait, like the actual singer? Well, like not, no, to the band. Like okay. she played the you CD. You said introduced me to that man. And I was like. No, I said that band. Oh, yeah, I, so, I heard yeah. man. So I was like, yeah, yeah he introduced me to that guy. Like, yeah, no, what? she introduced me to, uh, was it Stained? Yeah. Stained, yeah. And I was like, one, bio professors listen to Stained. Holy crap. This was again, like in the 90s and also like. Live biscuit and stuff, and I wouldn't expect my biology professor to like listen to new metal. I suppose mm -hmm. it was really good. Like it I, got me into new metal. Like uh, that, I, that I album still holds up for me. I, I don't. I didn't really never really like Stained. I only like again Break the Cycle. Everything else I didn't really get into. I think like in college you bought more of their CDs, and I was just like, I'm done. I don't think so. I don't think I ever had a Stained CD. They had like another. I think hit. Slim might have had Stained CDs. Yes. I think that's who you might be thinking of. That's right. Slim might have bought it. Because I remember there's like a white CD as opposed to my dark and all <laughs> break the cycle. Okay. Well, uh, it's since it's been a music while. Music talk. Yeah. Music talk. I don't want to get off on too many tangents here because we've got a lot to cover. Yes. Um, a lot of stuff has happened. But first. Oh. We've got uh, some fortune cookies here. Oh, opening it up with fortune cookies. Okay. Yeah, we're going to open it up with fortune cookies. Are, are these like for fortunes for us personally or fortunes for the podcast? Fortunes for us and the podcast. All right, all right. So let's see what we Apologize have. for you hearing the crinkling of wrappers as we're doing Crinkle, this. crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. There, foley work. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, interesting. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and read mine. Okay. Real courage is moving forward when the outcome is uncertain. And of course, you know the fortune cookie game. In bed. <laughs> I think that's very sound advice. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Oh, I was about to read mine. It was like, how about another fortune? Secondfortune.com. That's the backside. Hmm. I don't know if my game applies to this one, actually. But one can never fill another's shoes. Rather, he must outgrow the old shoes. In mm. bed, <laughs> like so, you can't fill another shoe. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me think about this. I just one can never fill another shoes. Rather, he must outgrow the old shoes in bed. The shoes must be a metaphor here. My first thought was condoms, but that shouldn't be where we go. Um, How do you outgrow? You can't fill another person in bed. You got to outgrow the other person in bed. Okay, you know what? Huh. We're, we're gonna stop. I, I mean, <laughs> hmm. deep thoughts by Harvey Z. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll circle back to that. Give you some time to think yeah, about yeah. shoes and being in bed. All right. So a lot has happened. It's been what about two weeks since we recorded the last episode. Yes. 
two yeah. weeks or so. I know you don't like sausage, but I don't really consider that sausage. Like, yeah, I mean, they've been getting episodes. We've been giving the people what they want. Yeah, yeah we've, we've been giving the episodes anything. out. Uh, we've got another episode coming out tomorrow, actually. When they're listening to this, it won't be. Well, oh, okay. So, see, this is why. Sausage. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Never mind. There, there will be an episode. Never forget it. Whatever. There was an episode. <laughs> there in was the past. an episode in the past that came out the day after we recorded this episode. <laughs> we have to outgrow the old shoes. Uh, okay. Anyway, so since it's been a while, since we can hold our heads up again, I think it's hold your head up high. I wanted to include oh. both of. Anyway, I don't know. We'll we'll have to. Oh okay. God! Now it's going to bother me. <laughs> and probably all of you guys from the '90s, it's going to be stuck in your heads. Too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a lot of news has happened. Yeah. Um, so I want to go over. I've heard some of it actually, uh, which is which is how much news there was. Yeah. Um, so first, real quick, I want to go over a couple things that are follow ups to previous things we've discussed. On oh, the always nice. Yeah. Like, so we'll f start with that, and then we'll go into some new things that happened, and then maybe at the end, uh, if we have time, we're going to go a little bit into. Uh, RBZ's XCOM 2 adventures, because I hear XCOM, you, you... My excellent XCOM adventures. Yeah, I've heard you've played a little bit more and had some more stuff going Starting on. Starting to become a gamer again. Okay. Getting that, getting right, that so hit back that's, in. That's, what I, that's the stuff I want to hear. Okay. Uh, but first, some news. So, a while ago, we talked about a nut Pokemon. Oh, God, yeah. The nut Pokemon. Yeah, and so it was... It, over the course of, like, the last month or so, it's been officially revealed. In October, okay. Uh... The name of the Pokemon is Meltan. Meltan? Yeah, M-E-L-T-A-N. Is this supposed to... Not a pun of, like, melting or something. I don't I don't know. Maybe? Meltan. Okay, Meltan. Oh, yeah, so... And he has an evolution. He, he like, turns into this, like, giant buff dude with a I nut. think I've seen this. Buff yeah. nut? Yeah, like, buff nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen him. And he has, like, a... He's carrying... Not a weight, but, like, another nut? I think so, yeah. And it so got it, weirdly interesting. Yeah, his that one's name is Mel Metal. So okay, so he goes from like this little like squiggly like goo with a nut and an eyeball. I would have thought they would have like gone a... weight based, like Melton to like what's bigger than a ton though? Melkiloton. Melkilo. <laughs> Melkilo would have been a nice one. Yeah. Cell no. pound, it doesn't really work. Yeah, you yeah. can't go down. So, yeah, yeah. So now Melton has melt. to be like the bigger one. What is he now? Like Mel Mel, mel metal. Melt metal. No, melt not melt metal. Mel metal. And not meld. There's no D. No, there's no D. M-E-L, metal. There needs to be a third one, Melman. <laughs> That's a weirdly odd hip-hop reference for, like, <laughs> the very few of you out there who know your 90s hip-hop. But all right, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so that came out. We had talked about that possibly being a thing due to the Pokemon Go stuff, but they've officially announced. So he was a thing due to the Pokemon Go stuff yeah, as a promotion. Yeah, he is going to be in the new Pokemon Let's Go that comes out for the Switch later in November. It's not based on Pokemon Go, like the flinging Pokeballs one, is it? So, I, I don't know if we've talked about Pokemon Go. I think we Let's did, Go, I just don't remember. But just it... vaguely, to summarize it, it's a remake of the very first Pokemon. That's right. And it's coming out for the Switch, and instead of regular battles, it kind of incorporates how you catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go. So you use you like flick the controller to, yeah. to catch Pokemon in like the wild. You still have like trainer regular okay. trainer battles. But catching Pokemon is simply like flicking your wrist and doing stuff like that. You don't that. have to fight them and then weaken them and then... No, no. It's just just Pokemon Go. So I feel it's like an old man going like, this is not the Pokemon. These are not real Pokemon. Well, uh, Nintendo has said that uh, in 
actual follow-up to Pokemon, like a new generation is coming out for the Switch in the future, but this one is kind of like trying to get Pokemon Go players on board and like bring them into the console uh, and like giving that giving a new experience sort of thing and kind of halfway between the easiness yeah, the of ease Pokemon the, Go and the, the casual actual. players who got hooked by Pokemon Go in reintroducing them to the full probably Right, yeah. which they probably have not heard of because it's so old. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's sad but true. Yeah, like yeah. I just heard like today, Penny Arcade is twenty years old. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, that's a I, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they had a whole like timeline thing, and I realized like, oh man, twenty twenty really? years. And some people might actually know them more for PAX than the actual it, comics. It has a list of when PAX came out. Like, in the last, like, ten years, I've actually stopped doing the comics, but I got into their D&D stuff. Yeah. And it showed a timeline. The D&D stuff is ten years old. <laughs> which, I remember I, I remember when it first came out and I was listening to it. And it's like, we got old, man. Yeah. Well, we're not old old, but we're, we're, old. we're medium old. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Listen, like, we're there's not at least old. two generations that would say we're old now. No, I think there's one generation. Each decade, I think, could count. Like, I don't count the people that can't like talk full English. Well, yet. I'm not counting them either. I'm talking teenagers and then like the 20s people who are like, uh, I, don't th- I, I don't think. I feel like as soon as you cross in... like a decade, you're old to the people who are like 29. I feel so. I feel like there are no. First of all, no, we're not old to people who are 29. Second of all, <laughs> um. I, I would consider it like we're we're at the kind of tail end, not tail end tail beginning of the millennial generation. Yeah. So like the next generation, technically we're, millennials. So. Yeah, we're technically millennials. We're destroying everything. <laughs> and so the next, there's the next generation of Generation Z or whatever they're actually going to be called. Not Generation Y. They have a name though. The new ones, not the I millennials. Think, I think they're I, as far as I know, they're just Generation Z right now. Okay. Um, but anyway, that generation, mm-hmm. I think they can call us old. And then I don't think, th- like, as soon as there's, like, an every new generation, yeah. they can call the previous generation old. old. But I don't think, like, since we're still considered millennials. I feel like young millennials still would call us old, too. Even though we're the old millennials, we're still there. And we're millennials, too, goddammit. Uh, get know. off our, get on our lawns. <laughs> get on our lawns no yeah but they're we're we're all in the same lawn millennials <laughs> stop destroying the old millennials that, that's that's the tagline uh we're all on the same lawn the like, harvey z world yeah okay all right so I, i'm trying not to get too distracted yeah here because we got keep a lot running to go lightning round lightning round pokemon go done yeah pokemon go we pokemon went um <laughs> This one, this one, I don't want to spend too much time on because it's one of those serious topics. Oh, okay. Um, but we, a couple episodes ago, maybe last episode, yeah, it'll be the last episode before this one. Uh, we went into the hundred-hour work weeks with Rockstar. Oh yeah. Um. So Jason Schreier at Kotaku posted a really good article a few weeks ago that is called "Inside Rockstar's Games: Culture of Crunch." I highly recommend anyone who's interested in that sort of thing uh, to see, like, behind the scenes of video games and things Rockstar's like that. Rockstar's Culture of Crunch? Yeah. Okay. To go read that article. It's very long. It's very in-depth. He interviewed a lot of people, some anonymous, some not. It has a lot of interesting stories. Is this the one where I think I might have seen bits and pieces where if you don't finish, like, if you're not at the end of the Rockstar thing, you're not given credit? Yes. Yeah. 
that's was, pretty like yeah if yeah you that worked was one on of the things early, i was going to highlight yeah. yeah uh sorry i kind of talked so, over harvey as he was explaining it but essentially if you're not working when the game is published for rockstar your name doesn't go into the credits and that's apparently i mean that's a big deal to be not credited for right exactly because red dead redemption 2 just came out and that game was in development for eight years so someone could have worked like three years of their life and then moved on to another company and they wouldn't get any credit for anything they had done wow uh, so yeah so there's stuff like that um sometime there was a thing in the article where they mentioned that developers who didn't have anything to do were reassigned like actual developers actual programmers were reassigned to do Q&A or QA for GTA instead of Red Dead Redemption 2 um, because like the programmers didn't have anything to do. So they just made the programmers QA people just to and like overtime QA, not like just their 40 oh. hours to fill up. But like you're going to oh. stay and work QA on GTA. Um, OK. And QA yeah. being quality assurance kind of. Yeah. Like, like just bug checking testing. bugs. Okay. Like you're just checking for bugs. You're not programming. Okay. Um, and then there was one story about someone who, like, they made them walk around the office on Saturdays, even if they didn't have anything to do, just so, like, the president would think people were working on Saturday. Nice. Yeah. I like, mean, that's bad, awful, but at the same time, nice. Your job <laughs> is to look busy so that the rest of us look busy. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's real interesting. There's a lot of stories. It's obviously a real complicated and nuanced issue because like that game seems to be a huge success yeah it, it was validating always... everything that rockstar is like woo we're number one we always make hit games and stuff and kind of suppresses these things yeah yeah so the ends justify the means right and i haven't bought it i'm not planning on getting red dead redemption 2 i wasn't planning on i'm not like a boycotter yeah i was about to say i don't think it's because of this stuff yeah though. no it wasn't because of this stuff i already wasn't planning on getting it uh, this clearly didn't help. Yeah. But at the same time, if this had been right before GTA 6 came out, I don't know if I would have stopped <laughs> myself from buying it. Like, I'm going to be honest, because mm -hmm. I really like GTA, yeah. but I don't have any interest in Cowboys. Uh, so, you know, I it's a good article. It's very interesting, very in-depth. Uh, Jason did a really good job in his mm -hmm. research. Uh, so I highly recommend reading it if you want to follow up to our 100-hour workweek discussion. So that's that. Uh, moving on. Now, uh, the, the last thing that is follow-up. Well, I guess there's two more things that are follow-up. Oh. Um, they released the full lineup for the PlayStation Classic. I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. I don't remember the full lineup, but there were some where I was like, okay, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. One of which I was pleased with, of course. Yeah, I, I think I know the one that you're pleased with. Twisted Metal? Yeah, Twisted Metal. Of course. Although Twisted Metal 2 would have been better, but Twisted Metal 1 started the franchise. It's iconic. It was the one that they sold the PlayStation game on. Yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. A lot of people aren't actually happy with the lineup because there are some classics that are missing. Of course. There are games like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater that people wanted. Oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spyro. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Things like that are all missing. I oh, think there's no Crash? Not there's no Crash. crash. Oh. Uh, so here, I'll read the list real quick because I've got it up. Yeah. Uh, so it's Battle Arena Toshinden. Cool Borders 2. I remember Cool Borders. <laughs> oh, God. It was on a demo when you bought the PlayStation. Yeah. It's, it's a, I didn't understand those types of games, but like you just, I remember there's a button to make you jump. I didn't understand how to snowboard. It was weird. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Destruction Auto, Derby. 
Uh, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, (laughs) Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. I mean, like, a lot of those, surprisingly, I knew pretty well, actually. Like, the Oddworld series, Oddworld was a great game. Uh, Like, it still holds up. It should be on there. And it was like, oh, that might actually, like, for me, Twisted Metal. Other people I could see totally getting into that one. Siphon Filter, I remember playing the demo and going, this is a really cool game. Yeah, I really liked the Siphon Filter series back on the original PlayStation. And then I'm trying to think, there was another one right before... um, you said uh, destruction derby i loved as a kid it was the first racing game that i enjoyed because you got to just destroy stuff around yeah. and stuff and again twisted metal same thing and like the burnout series i think it is yeah i like those because of these types of things like the destruction aspect yeah because yeah. it was more than just oh fancy cars and you just what gear are you shifting into <laughs> and like look at this like porsche that goes slightly one mile faster than you're you. not a not a fan of gran turismo a, yeah, and like no. forza and those types of realistic racing i mean games. i played the demos of them as a kid on the playstation stuff and i just did i love to create accidents just like <laughs> get enough speed and then slam into all of them and they're like destroy them all and then just like try to survive to the finish line destruction derby just made it like here you go kid yeah Bye. so that's why you like twisted metal you just like oh, destroying things yes 100 percent. okay yeah like this i'm not a fan of this list mm-hmm. there are good games on there but there aren't great games on there do you, you yeah i feel like this is like this it? almost feels like a starter pack for the playstation yeah like they mentioned there was one other is this the big game that everybody like persona so like but it's this like is persona ver- one yeah it's persona one and apparently it's like a really bad version of it uh-huh like and so everyone's like really you're putting that on there that's how i felt like twisted metal two is better than one but one is like the starter it seems like there's a lot of start like gta one is nothing like gta three four or five and stuff this is like a top-down kind of game and it's but it started the franchise so that's what i felt like this was more of a these are our iconic starters yeah i guess i could see that i don't know i just like it didn't seem meant for like a gaming fan but like no. a collector yeah i could see that i think it's also partly because they lost a lot of the oh. trademarks of their their good games yeah and so Things like Crash Bandicoot got a remastered version that just came out on the PS4. Spyro's got a PS4 version coming out in like a week oh, or two. If it's PS4, it wouldn't be on the PS1? Like, isn't it still, like you said... Well, it's, so they're re-releasing like a remastered uh, like HD so they don't version. Give away the so old, they wouldn't give away the which old is version. Why, like, the one that I was hoping that would appear on this list, I got my wish. They're remaking it. What? Medieval. Oh, yeah. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Sir Dan, Daniel Fortescue. <laughs> I think like, you're like one of the few people I know that's actually excited for that. There's like 200 people on like Twitter who have like a revived medieval and we've been watching for like 30, not 30 days, more than 30 days. Like it's been at least six months that I've been following this one little Twitter account that has like 200 followers and it's just every so often like begging the Sony people, bring this game back, bring this game back <laughs> and holy shit, it happened. Yeah. Well, you got And it wish. looks quite good. I, like to the point of where I was like, you might get a PS4 for it. I was like, a PlayStation 4, just to play this one game that I've beaten. <laughs> Damn. The, it, it's 
there's the other games like, for the PS4 that you could get as well. Like you won't just like I don't play. care about Spider Man as much as I cared about like Medieval, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say. Now, if Medieval had Medieval Two built into it, or like had it, because they say oh it has little themes and stuff, but I don't think it's Medieval Two is included. But oh, that would make it a hard bargain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Uh, apparently harvey z is one of the few people in the world who is sold to buy a playstation 4 because of medieval remake i, I mean <laughs> you heard it, was, it here first it was trending more than like whatever crap came out for the playstation recently it's actually a big deal i don't remember now crap red dead redemption was that on the playstation as well yes it's on the play oh you mean the original PlayStation? No, no, no. No, the PlayStation, like Sony released something in the news and such. And like, so again, my little medieval Twitter account was like retweeting the fact that the medieval, like the remake of that, that tweet was getting more tweets than like whatever game just came out like in the past week for Sony. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. So. Which is why, again, only 200 people follow <laughs> this guy. And I, at first I just thought it was a joke account that medieval wasn't being remade. And this guy was just like begging for it to be remade originally i thought it was a real account and then i realized there's only 200 people like following it and so originally i was like oh they're remaking medieval then i found no it's just this guy desperately wants it but then they really did make it (laughs) but like every like of these e-series and stuff he would be like are they going to release it nope they didn't release it oh is there no bring it back bring it back and for like six months just been tweeting about this thing (laughs) then it happened well sometimes dreams come true yeah sometimes dreams come true yes remake okay. it and they will come <clears throat> well you will be might be playing medieval uh i won't be getting the playstation classic i don't think it's worth yeah. it in my opinion i've got my snes classic i'm still working through those games mm-hmm. um so yeah i hope people i hope sony kind of sees where they went wrong with this one you think there'll be a ps2 classic i don't know because because ps2 classic would be crazy there are too many good games on the ps2 true the problem the, is, though, once we get into the PS2 era, it becomes, the there's license. always been a lot of remasters and remakes of mm-hmm. those games already. And so it gets to a point of like, are they killing or cannibalizing? It seems like own? a cash grab. There. Yeah. Because then are you going to have like Xbox, Xbox 2, Xbox whatever, and Xbox 360, all class? Like, it's just like, when do classics become almost a running gag? There has to be a certain nostalgia factor for something to be classic. Then again, it's sort of like how like my music now is played on like oldie stations. Oh, like we're not we're not gonna go there. Yeah. We're not gonna go there. Uh okay, so last <laughs> last follow up news. Um it's not really follow up news, but more we've got a little more Overwatch stuff to talk about. A lot of Overwatch stuff. I well, <sighs> I don't know now. I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> I know there's one new character, but yeah. there might be two or four. Um no, there's only one new character. Are we um, sure? Yes, we're sure. I've seen now two characters well first we're going to talk about overwatch league okay since last time we talked about overwatch league there's been a lot of player announcements that i'm not really going to get into because it's just talking about people but two teams have released their names uh the toronto is going to be the toronto defiant okay i mean it fits with the what i think of all the other overwatch names as like this evocative adjective yeah is it an adjective defiant 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 is an adjective yeah Yeah. Yeah. and then atlanta is going to be the atlanta rain and it's R-E-I-G-N, like King okay. Rain, okay. not like yeah, Sprinkle yeah. Water Rain. But I like that they probably will have some... Oh, did they get... They need to hire that one dude. 
Hydration. <laughs> he needs to be on the rain. Oh my god! No, no, I just said it's not the water. I know, rain. but they could go with so many. They would go with so <laughs> many puns. Their logo is like a bird over a crown. I think it actually. Look, I actually really like their logo. Okay. Um, and DC hasn't said anything yet. DC hasn't said anything. None of the other teams have announced their name. Hoping yet. it's not a political name. I'm really hoping so too. I'm tired of DC always having political names, like capitals, nationals. Yeah, senators, DC Bullets. United, and then racist name. But we won't oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're either political or racist, and uh, you know whatever. Yeah. Okay, so a new character was also announced for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, the new character was named Ash. Yep, and she's a cowgirl like bandit type person. Is she like a shotgun sniper? So she has like one of those old timey like Winchester rifles, yep. I think. So it's not a shotgun, mm-hmm. but but it is like one of those like pump action, pump action yeah. with the old type scope. But it is a sniper. It is so. a sniperish. Okay. Type. And then she has like a boomstick thing to like push people back. Yeah, she has like a sawed off type thing as a secondary weapon. To like there was a really people. cool giant robot man named. So Bob. that's that's her ultimate. Is she summons Bob as her ultimate, and he like runs around and like punches and shoots people. That is a fucking awesome ultimate. Like at first I was like, "Is this an ultimate?" And then I was like, "No, you can't have another character be an ultimate. He's got to be a new character that you can just also play." No, no, he's he's her ultimate. So if I was playing Overwatch, new number one character to be just for the fact of summoning. So wait, you could have a five person match of well, not a professional one, but like. You could have, like, a, probably if you were playing the game, five people be Ash, five Bobs just show up and that's <laughs> 10v5. What now, motherfuckers? I mean, yes. Also, it's six versus six, so it'd be 12 versus six. If you had maximum number of Ashes and Bobs. Touche. But wait, wasn't there, like, so originally I'd heard about this stuff and started looking about, oh, there's a new character because there was, like, a Hero 30 or something. And then, like... Then I've discovered, so like there was a promotional video as they are great at doing. And like the story is like, have you seen the promotion? Like not the promotional video, but the story of Ash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then at the end of it, there's this like, so spoilers to, I guess, a weird five minute video. Like the McCree saves this person from like Ash. And it's like this, at first I thought it was like a robotic mercy. And like, I mean, she is a robot. She is a robot and she has like wings and she kind of talks not like Mercy, but like it was just like, oh, this is a new skin for Mercy, maybe. Or maybe this no. is part of the storyline of like, is Mercy dead? And then I was like, how no. far out of this have I been? <laughs> but now, like, I've also seen like YouTube videos again with like clickbait headlines. And it's like this new person is like hero 30 something and check out their moveset. OK, so that's wrong. Uh, don't don't fall believe the for hype. clickbait. Don't yeah. fall. For, like, I haven't clicked Overwatch on them, but YouTube. I'm like, oh. Overwatch YouTube is bad. Let's just put it out that way. They do a lot of clickbaity crap stuff. So what it is, and they actually went into this. She's so Ash is character twenty nine. So the next character is going to be character thirty, which is why they're like wildly speculating. Like this is going to be the next character. Yeah, you know she's going to be a hero thirty. And they've uh, Overwatch people have already said that's not the case. That she's going to be a hero in the future, but she's not hero thirty. Okay. Um, she's. I think her name is Echo, the robot person. Yeah. Okay. And she's going to. She's like so. Athena, the robot, is like the Overwatch. She's like the one who does all the announcements, like uh, now entering Numbani yeah. or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. choose your character. 
that's Athena, which is like the Overwatch AI that uh-huh. like helps Overwatch. Like Jarvis. Yeah, kind of. And then imagine Echo is kind of like the vision to Jarvis. Like that's it's a nice metaphor that like I get, but I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah so totally like, makes sense. It's to like me. Athena uploaded into a body, but it's not quite Athena. Yeah, and her name's Echo, and she's going to be different somehow, and we're going to find out in the future. But we don't know any of that yet, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be the next hero because they've already said that they uh they did an ear interview. They said they have the next six heroes already planned out. So that might be where I got this like numbers of like who are the next four, who are the next yeah. six. Yeah, they planned out the next six. And they said Echo is going to be one of them, but not necessarily the next one. Okay. So we'll find out more. You know, they re- they aim to release heroes every four months. So That's what you- I was wondering. It's like, why would they suddenly like release like four at once? It kind of overshadows how cool this new Ash would be. And it would also mess with the mechanics of like the professional league, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're planning on, they normally do hero stage, hero stage, hero uh. stage. So they have like a cycle where they release mm-hmm. and then pepper events in between. Like, like new content and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably see Ash will be probably playable for regular people within the next couple of weeks. She's already out on the PTR, which is the public test region, oh. which if you play on PC, you can download mm-hmm. a special client, like try out different balance like a beta changes. Version kind of thing. Yeah. It's like it's just basically a public. Beta so she'd be thing. playable for like the professional leagues um at the moment no but the professional league doesn't start till oh yeah yeah right by the time february rolls around she'll be playable yeah. in professional leagues. so like yeah. there could be a professional ash player yeah probably would they just so these are just like me wondering out loud i guess is like would you have your old players train as her or would you stick with who you have and just try to hire a new ash player i think it'll depend like how do coaches deal with this she seems like she could be if she's similar to snipers that are already yeah. in existence. People who are already good with people like Widowmaker. Um, oh, you well, might have them try her out. Yeah, see. they might be able. The skills might transfer. It depends on if she's. She'll probably be hit scan. So real quick for people who don't follow, yeah. don't know as much about Overwatch and first person shooter terminology. There's two kinds of firing. There's projectile and hit scan. Uh huh. <clears throat> Projectiles are actual like you shoot a thing and it has to travel the distance and then it hits the hitbox of whoever you're targeting and the mm-hmm. damage is uh inflicted uh hit scan is your cursor has to be over the person you're attacking and you hit the fire button and if it's over the fire button they take damage yeah there's no like bullet animation yeah there's, there's like no a gunfire animation and anything and so i think she'll be hit scan because mm-hmm. widowmaker is hit scan while hanzo is projectile like yeah. his arrows you have to hit with them Anna, the sniper, hit her scan. her gun th- is hit scan. Yeah, her dart n- is probably a projectile. Well, no. So I think it's when she's not zoomed in, she's projectile. Oh. But when she's actually like looking through crosshairs and like using the zoom to target mm-hmm. people, that's hit scan. Oh, yeah. She's interesting in that sort of aspect because it does seem like there's different benefits and. In- things to that like shooting a projectile across a map might not be a bad idea if you want to clear the way a little bit right you know and it's also different talents because hit scan it's you just like mouse tracking yeah. while projectile you have to like physics yeah it's physics and you have to know movement and like mm-hmm. where, where people are going to be and things like that mm-hmm. um so yeah it'll be interesting to see what how ash is and the meta and everything yeah i don't think we'll get the other new character by the time any other new characters unless they change the schedule uh-huh. And release on a different uh, wavelength or time period. 
but ha- both Hammond the hamster and Ash will be completely new characters for the next. Oh season. yeah, they haven't oh, played with Hammond yet. Oh, then. Yeah. Okay. He came out after Overwatch League was over with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is all the all the old stuff. stuff we've talked about. Cool. And so now we're going to go on a couple new things. Uh, first thing I definitely want to talk about is Smash Brothers. There's a lot of Smash news. <laughs> I uh, I gave you some homework assignment because I wanted you to have seen the videos before we talked about it. Yep. The videos, I believe, are the trailer videos and the two new, at least, character introduction videos. There's three characters they introduced. Yeah. But just so people know, if you want to follow the videos or such... Should we put like links on the? Nah, they can they can find they them. They can on figure YouTube. it out. The trailer to Smash uh, Brothers. There's, there's a there's two character trailers. There's a trailer for Ken and Incineroar. Yeah. Uh, which were the two last base game characters to be announced. Um, oh, that's then right. Yeah. The the ne- the other character trailer was for Piranha Plant. Yeah. <laughs> which I he, I'm puzzled by, but okay. He, he's not going to be in the he's base a- game. He's like a bonus where if you've bought and registered the game by i think the end of january you'll get him for free Free. um and he'll come out in february sometime oh so he's not going to come out right away okay yeah he's he's not available yet but like shortly after the expiration of registering for him is over uh you'll be able to and then there was a game trailer which i think included gameplay aspects yes the trailer really cool the trailer i gave you was for the what looks to be the story mode single single player yeah and like I remember, we talked about Smash in the back, and or not in the back, but in the past episodes. And I was saying like I really liked how I think it was Smash, which one Brawl. was Brawl had like a one-two player co-op storyline mode, and it was a lot of fun as a side scroller. This one brings in a story mode, but with a different twist. It's like a top-down perspective, almost like a Mario game. I mean, so I think it's going to be more like a world map, and then you go around and there's and like battles. You have battles, I think. Yeah, is what's going and to I be. like the plot. At least the trailer seemed to set up of why you would fight other characters, which is they've been evil clones, which fits into the storyline of, again, though, why is this giant hand attacking everybody? And now there's tons of hands, and like I remember there was an evil hand in the first one, but. Where's the hand from? Is it a Smash Brothers character no. original? So, I mean, it's an original Smash Brothers Master character. Hand? Master Hand, yeah. Master and the hand. whole the whole thing is that these characters are toys that That's come to right. life and the hand is like the, the evil yeah, player who's like manipulating who's a movie. Them. Wow, it's like that was the original Smash Brothers back in the day, like the toy box and you pull them out yeah. with the hand and now they're like full-fledged characters in a world and a giant hand shows up and they're like, no, <laughs> our master has returned. Yeah. And can we talk about how Kirby is the Survivor. badass, the only one Does to survive? Does he survive? He kind of, but like, what's he going to do now? I mean, that's, we're going to have to find out. That's the story. Whole and like, story so mode. he comes, so like Kirby escapes this battle where so many people died and so many gifts are showed of like little like touches of like Sonic reaching out for Pikachu and then they both <laughs> get destroyed. There's a cardboard <laughs> box just sitting there and it gets destroyed. Poor snake. Yeah. Poor oh. one out for our homie. And then like Kirby with his little animation from his stupid Kirby game that I owned, like Kirby's, the star animation. And then he gets away but where does he land? Like, I think I was that like, first I was like, is this like Hyrule? Then I was like, no, it can't be Hyrule. But he I lo- think he just disappears and then reappears after the world is destroyed. Like, it's because the same It place. was like this scenic place. Like, like there's like, I don't know. Of, I yeah, don't that's know. why I was like, what's going on here? Like, we'll find out. 
Yes. Yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead first go into this. So this is called World of Light, and that's going to be the story mode, apparently. Okay. And I think it's going to work in with this thing called Spirits Mode. And the spirits are going to be like stickers that you can collect uh-huh. where they give you certain abilities. Like I saw one is you start with a fire flower if you equip this spirit. Oh. And so the spirits are characters from all the games. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get like other Pokemon or you'll get Waluigi or, you know, things, stickers don't, like that. Don't tempt th- yeah, it's a sticker. It's not <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not an actual character. That would be but... the greatest trolling like <laughs> reveal if like Master Hand and they pull back and it's like Waluigi's hand the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's why he wasn't playable. He's the villain. all. He along. is the villain all along. The greatest villain. <laughs> the spirits mode seems interesting and it's like going to be like RPG ish where you can level up the spirits and like your characters and things and while the spirits mode itself seems to be separate from this world of light mode because you can do spirits and like battle to get new spirits and Mm -hmm. things like that so it's its own separate thing um it seems like the spirits are also going to tie somehow into the solo single player mode it also seems like this kind of seems like the last smash like, where do they go from here if you put everything, every map, every... This is our, like, our, like, grand tour, like, final farewell kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be okay with that if this is this was it. Like, they can't really keep topping like, themselves. Like, we're going to add this. three new characters to the game that... Like, I could see them doing... Just adding more downloadable characters and more pay as you... Well, so... All right. So, we're, if you're going to go that way... Uh-huh. Um, in addition to the three characters we just talked about, they did mention that there's going to be five oh. downloadable characters. Oh. They haven't announced who they are yet or when they're coming, but there's a, you know, a season pass or whatever you can buy and you'll uh-huh. get them when they come out. So, there are going to be five more characters. All right. Uh, we'll see what they are. I'm sure we'll talk about them at some point. Um, but let's talk about the new cur- cur- the new characters. Yes. I, you you really want to talk about one of them. Well, I didn't know who one of them was, which was <laughs> like when I saw him, I was like, he looks like a villain from like the Crash Bandicoot world with his pants on fire. <laughs> like that was my first instinct of like, who is this like Cineroar? Incineroar, yeah. Incineroar. Yeah, not I'm, like Cinnabon. <laughs> I keep thinking of Cinnabon. Like, <laughs> it's just over and over. He's just this. The cinnamon-based goodness of this man. But, like, then I... Like, the intro, I was like, again, who is this guy? This is ridiculous. And then I watched the gameplay footage, and I was like, I like him. I like him a lot. He's he's good. Yeah, I would play this guy. Yeah. He's, like, he, drop-kicking people. He's doing he's got body like slams. A lariat and yeah. Like, I, and then I was... So then we were talking just before the show started on, like, what is this guy from? Not Crash Bandicoot. What? And then I, I was cynical, and I gave you a joke answer, which is like, oh, is he a Pokemon? And, and I was yes. like, yeah, yeah, he's a but Pokemon. But this guy is like, well, I guess they have, like, the human-type Pokemons now, of like Greninja and, like, Mewtwo. But, like, is this guy a legendary Pokemon? Is he, like, so what he's... Pokemon game introduced a wrestling Pokemon? <laughs> so he is... The final evolution of one of the starter Pokemon of the most recent uh, games. I think Pokemon Sun Moon. Uh-huh. Um, the starter the starter that you could get uh, was named Litten. Uh-huh. And it was a cat that was like fire on fire, but it was like a little kitten. Oh, you know? It kind of sounds adorable. Yeah. Okay. 
And so his final form is Incineroar, and it's a fire slash fighting Pokemon. At some point, he becomes he, yeah, this he little j- kid learns he, how to learns jack himself how to fight. up. Like he watches WWE and is like, "I can do that." And so, okay. yeah, I mean, I admit, I do like this. Like, <laughs> I was I was puzzled. I still don't understand why his pants were on fire, but I like him. <laughs> I knew you'd like him because you like wrestling, and this is like the first wrestling based yeah. character in Smash. Like. The, the only thing I pretended to kind of have close to this was like Ganondorf, this big bulky guy who like tried to kick people and punch people slowly. <laughs> and like this guy though, I like him. And yeah, the other ones though. So Ken, I wasn't really impressed with because I was just like, oh, this is just a Ryu port. Like, yeah, he's an echo fighter for Ryu. Okay, so Ryu, he doesn't have like a Ryu. Ryu. Does, does he have like a new move set or such? Because I no, also know in the Street he'll Fighter. He'll be slightly different from probably Ryu, like maybe just faster like in or Street stronger fighter, or something. Yeah. yeah. But then Piranha Plant. Piranha, like, so I watched the trailer first of, like, saw this epic storyline, heroes starting to save themselves, dying, holding the line. Piranha Plant is in this? (laughs) Like, really? Oh, my God. The salt was so great. Like, everyone was so upset that Piranha Plant. It was basically divided into two camps. People who are, like, really dumb and people who are awesome. Yes, I'm going there. People who are awesome. Wait, now I'm like, I made an opinion known before I knew this. Where <laughs> am I falling? People who are awesome who are super excited to see Piranha Plant just because it's so what the hell is going on. And uh-huh. just like, why not? And then the people who are like, well, Piranha Plant took the place of an actual good character. No, and no. my character that I really wanted isn't in. And so Piranha Plant is a dumb character. <laughs> I like this character, by the way. This, this- <laughs> Although he took the place of another voice and character, but I like him. <laughs> he should come back to complain more often. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll bring that we'll voice back. keep that one in mind. Yeah, okay. So. But yeah, like, I mean, I love what the fuck characters like this. Which is why I'm like, it's a what the fuck character. And I generally, when I play Smash, either play super fast ninja characters or what the fuck characters <laughs> like the Ice Climbers. And Piranha Plant falls into that, but it's a little too what the fuck-ish. <laughs> Mainly, it's just, he spits up a mind ball and then like shoots it over and over. Yeah. But every other move set that he had, I liked it, and I was like, I could play this guy. The mind ball thing seems a little tricky. Well, that's from, and I mean, it's one of his moves. Like there are certain piranha plants in some of the Mario games that like blow the mind ball up and up down. And, and again, I assume there probably is because Smash is actually pretty good about this in terms of their move sets and such. But like the other part. Technically, he's like one of the most iconic and oldest characters as well. Like, yeah. he was with Mario from like he's well, like one of the first enemies you ever see in a Mario Brothers yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would I'm then I'm hoping one of the playable characters better be a fucking Goomba. <laughs> I want a Goomba army. Goomba, yeah, that would be awesome. Like just a two-legged blob kicking people like Kirby. <laughs> I don't even know what like specials he. Oh could my have. god, I want to see what Kirby looks like when he eats Piranha Plant. Like. That's oh, gonna he be totally awesome. has the teeth, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And then his special would probably be the little mind ball and chuck yeah. it at people. Yeah, maybe. Or just bite people. Have you seen the Super Smash of him? Yeah. like Oh, so that's Petey Piranha. Okay. Because I, I think I've played him. I've played against him in a game. And I'm trying I to think I think of... he's been in like the Mario Tennis games or Mario Golf or... Oh, I could... Was he in like the space one? Super Mario Galaxy? Yeah. Probably. That wouldn't surprise like, me. His attack thing where he's swinging two weights. I fought against a dude who had this. And I yeah, was like, I mean, I think he might have been in that. He's been a boss in several Mario games. Okay. So so he's a known guy. 
Yeah. But it was just so ridiculous that this little piranha thing turns into a giant piranha plant (laughs) and like waving these dumbbells around. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for Oh no, I remember where I faced him. He was in the original two player campaign in um the brawl. He was one of the villains. You have to like fight a piranha plant guy. Um maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I I that like I fought him it's as It's been a so long since I played that single player. Because I I was just like, I'm so surprised that I like, oh, I know this, but I don't play a lot of Mario games. So like where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um but yeah, so Smash comes out beginning of December. And so I guarantee once that comes out, uh, me and Harvey are going to be playing it at some point, and we're, we'll be talking about that a lot more. Yeah. Um, we might even maybe do the campaign if it's co-op. We'll see how it that goes. That would be nice if there was a co-op mode on yeah. it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see it. We'll, we'll Maybe we'll do some special podcasts or bring back the old videos and do oh, a, yeah. a cast of that. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, but Smash is... It really part of our history and so that that'll yeah. be something that comes up a lot in the future so there was uh, this one i kind of don't want to end on this one so i want to make sure we talk about at least one other thing but there was some baby rage this weekend uh-huh. over diablo oh yeah um and i thought it came out so on, like the phone okay <laughs> so diablo 3 uh the complete edition came out on switch this past friday that's okay. the only thing that's been released. Re- so everybody who's like going out to rushing to buy Diablo, they're buying it for the Switch. Yeah, yeah. That's the it's portable, you okay. know, get to play Diablo on the go. Um but what happened was BlizzCon was this past weekend. Uh-huh. And so on Friday, the opening ceremony, you know, you have they do all their big announcements on, on Friday and then, you know, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is like event stuff and you know, Overwatch World Cup, mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, by the way, South Korea won the Overwatch World Cup. Who did they beat? Uh, China. We fin- weren't in there. Fin- finals were South Korea versus China. The bronze medal match was Canada versus UK. Canada won. Oh, interesting. Didn't the the champions though currently are the UK folks, right? Well, mm-hmm. not the UK team, but the no in Overwatch League, London won. Okay, but, but... no one from London is from London. <laughs> <laughs> the entire London team was South Korean. Okay, so, so they still uh, well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, South Koreans won again. Um, I think they've won the last two years, maybe all three years, but mm-hmm. you know it's expected. Anyway, just wanted to. I know we talked about World Cup at some point. Yeah, I sports. One know. Uh, U- U.S. got upset by U.K. in the first round, mm. um, so they didn't even make the top four. Okay, bummer. Yeah. Anyway, so they have the opening ceremony, and they mm-hmm. go through like all the announcements, and they save the Diablo announcement for last. Uh huh. And what they announce is Diablo Immortal coming soon to a phone near you. It's a mobile game, and Blizzard is teaming up with this like Chinese company. Uh huh. And there's like lots of controversy because this company has made games that already that are kind of like pay to win oh. sort of games, you know, that are aimed at uh, cheesy microtransactions that are uh-huh. bad and they've made games that kind of look like diablo already so they think they might have just been reskinning a game they've already made and putting diablo on it but, but it's a new game it's not a remake it's not a, it's not a remake but it's is it actually gonna game. be diablo or is it a mobile app game it's a mobile diablo game okay so it's probably gonna be more than like five bucks um and i think it's gonna be free to play it's, oh, a, it's 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 microtransactions. Yeah, it's a microtransactions Diablo game. Um, and uh, so there has been a lot of anger and drama uh-huh. and people complaining. So 
I like for me, I don't have any vested interest in Diablo. I'm yeah. not a Di- big Diablo fan. Uh, never played any of the games. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big I'm not I a big thought... loot person. Like uh, it's a dungeon crawler, and yeah. the whole point is to get better loot. And I, I'm not a big see. I like the narrative of it. I got into Diablo two back in the day, and then three. I kind of I still have, and I just never have found the time to fully play diablo 2 i definitely beat um i didn't realize it was a loot game when i was playing it but i was just like <laughs> oh this is a dungeon crawler this must be what the dungeon crawlers are and back then it had like D over themes with their spells and stuff so i liked it for that i just didn't realize what it was because back then that was like the only game that i kind of had of that category and genre of a point and click dungeoning game where i was like oh this is what this is fun and i didn't realize pointing and clicking was kind of mindless and oh you could just optimize this was also pre like internet youtube videos and stuff where people would like this is how to do it or how to do a speed run or how to optimize so i was just like oh i'm clicking on each guy i killed him i killed him i killed him (laughs) yeah i don't know i just i never got into it i wasn't big on isometric and like the top down stuff Mm -hmm. on the pc i was more of a console person got it um so i don't know i just never got into diablo so looking at it from the outside i think everybody screwed up on this one like the big thing that happened was at the Q and A after the ceremony, one of the fans got up and asked the develop used the question to ask the developer one of them like, "Is this an April Fool's joke? Like, are you guys just tricking us for some reason?" This is a and weird like, thing for a fan to ask. Well, like, and like, all the fans in the audience cheered. Like they were they were upset. Like you should have seen. Like it was just dead silence when they announced this. Like uh-huh. no one in the convention was like. Woo, Diablo on our phone. Like, no one cared. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the guy responded and some, something said something along the lines of, do you guys not own phones? Like, <laughs> and it's just... That seems very memeable. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's a lot of Diablo fans who are raging right now who are saying, like, Blizzard spat in the face of their fan base oh, by God. making a, a mobile game. Um, there are games journalists who were kind of like, all these fans are whining, like mobile is fine. Mm-hmm. This is, this is stupid. You shouldn't get up and insult developers like that at a yeah. Q and a, and it's just all sorts of a mess. And like, for me personally, again, I think just everyone screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blizzard should have known better. Like this is at BlizzCon. So people are paying to attend this. Mm-hmm. Like you had to pay to watch like the opening ceremony, even if you weren't there. Oh like, yeah, that's right. They, they don't they, make it free. It's yeah. That you've got to like buy a virtual a pass. ticket for yeah. it. Um, so, and then the people who did come had to fly out to Los Angeles, San Francisco. I don't know, somewhere in California. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to pay for the actual tickets. Like, these are your super. And this fans. was this took the slot of like the highlight. Like, so this was the end of the conference. This was like the big announcement. Quote was unquote. the mobile reveal thing? Yeah, and okay. like it was just badly done because mm-hmm. you can't do like I understand their motivation. Mm-hmm. Like go into the mobile space, you get some new people interested yeah. in the franchise. Like that's fine. People make mobile games. Like there's a Mario mobile game. There's Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Like all those games are fine, but. You don't make that announcement as your headline at your super fan conference. That's true. If you're trying to make a mobile game, it's probably to get the the casual fans like myself to get interested in this stuff. Uh, but the people who are showing up and paid and flew to get to BlizzCon are not, I'm not doing that, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, Those aren't the people that this announcement is aimed at. 
Okay. And so Blizzard obviously made a mistake there. Yeah. But like the the fans who are moaning and like I feel like insulting that guy needs developers, to come back. like that's just dumb. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. You you haven't had a new Diablo game in like six years. Uh they've kind of stopped updating Diablo three, whatever. I get that you're hungry for a new game, but come on. Like mm-hmm. have a little bit of self respect. Like don't like the I'm, April Fool. I mean, it's like, oh, it almost feels like, yeah, you're just trying to get up there to you're venting and you're making your complaint known. But it's like, it's not April, buddy. It's not like, yeah, like, OK, it's just a gag. or something. It's like almost a, like I would have assumed that that guy, whoever went up there and such probably had a YouTube channel or a commentary site. Or I don't something. think so. Actually, just a dude. It might have been just a dude. I don't know. I didn't yeah. really follow up too much because it seemed it. like almost a not a PR stunt, but like a oh check out me on this and I yeah I got a chance to burn Diablo. Or yeah, burn. yeah. I don't know. I just everyone involved. It's just one of those stupid drama things that I I'm glad I don't have to worry about it because I'm not interested in anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I might get Diablo three for the Switch and maybe that'll change my mind. It's, it's fun. I've yeah. enjoyed it. It's a, again, it's a mindless, fun, clicky game. It seems like it'd be good portable. It's something I can like. Which is why I was like, oh, like yeah, seeing people going out and buying that one, it made sense. Like it having a joystick control as well would fit that very well. So that that's all I got on that. Are we through with all the news? There was one more thing I wanted to go over very quickly, and yeah. then I think we have a little bit of time to go into XCOM. Uh, okay. But uh, so this was just kind of a funny thing. So Bethesda. Uh, has released a couple like beta sessions for their new Fallout 76 game. Uh huh. And they, at the beginning, before they announced, like, before it was released, they said, listen, this is going to have a lot of bugs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's going to be problems with it. Please don't, like, blame us for it. Yeah. And there was a bug that if you launched the game and clicked on anything in the launcher, it deleted the entire beta from your computer. Like you, all you did was you didn't even get into the game. You just clicked on anything in the launcher program, and it deleted fifty gigabytes of data that you had to re-download. Did you have to pay for the beta? No, no. Oh, okay, but wait, maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't think you had to pay for it. It might be like a pre-order thing. Yeah. Um, I but... feel like this is like the opposite of like the Rockstar method. <laughs> of like. Yeah, guys, we didn't have to make our QA guys work overtime. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> I just thought that was like just the pinnacle of bugs oops. and yeah. oops. Like, huh? just delete the entire game from your hard drive. Just At least it happens early in the game and not like in the middle of playing. But... Right. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, that wasn't the only bug that people were <laughs> having fun with. Uh, apparently the physics in the game are tied to the frame rate. So if you look at your feet, you move faster because there's less things to load. <laughs> but as long as you don't look up. Yeah. You're super so like fast. you can outrun enemies just by looking at your feet and like <laughs> running away. <laughs> like it's just, I mean, I, it's a beta, so yeah. it's, it's funny, but like this, this kind of stuff. Oh shit, just... we're in trouble. Everybody heads down, run, nobody look up, no eye contact. Yeah. It's, it's like a a uh, perk you get you know like uh social awkwardness plus five to speed like oh god it, it was so amusing to hear this like bethesda is the king of bugs already like, uh, all their games are buggy and weird and a lot of times they end up fun bugs like there aren't game breaking ones they're just like the dragon is suddenly in the middle of the earth 
Uh, or like, you know, like a floating space crab just like flies away or, you know, it's fun, harmless stuff. But this is going to be a multiplayer game, so they better get their act together. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, where did Bob go? Oh, I oh I think he just deleted everything. <laughs> oh, well, all right. No more Bob. So that was uh, that was everything I wanted to go over today. Ah, we did pretty good. It's a good I think pace, we, uh, I think. Yeah, we might have some time for some excellent XCOM adventures. Yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead. So you... I started to... So I finished up some of my corporate deadlines. Things kind of... The pressure was taken off. And so I decided, yeah, why not get back into XCOM? And I had one of those classic XCOM moments, uh-uh. which is exactly what that means, which was... <laughs> so I started playing again. Of course, I've gotten my team together. T-Man, you're in it. Professor Q is in there. We got a couple of other cameos in there. And I had my team. You guys were all getting a well-oiled machine. What I started to do was, like, the game is all new. Like, War of the Chosen is not like XCOM 2. And I think I have this new, the tactical pack as well, added into it. Um, And so all the missions so far seem different than XCOM 2. Yeah, they they definitely changed up. There's new maps. There's new types of missions. Yes. Uh, There are going to be some new enemies. I have... Not well. No, I ran into one. Okay, so I don't know. Ahead, I, I don't know if you've played the game or have. I've, I've played War of the Chosen. Have you run into like the Orange Man? Yes. Yeah. No. So I've beat War of the Chosen. Okay. So, so you, you don't, don't have to worry about spoiling anything. Okay. Does tactics add to, new characters? What does the tactical pack add new characters or something? I don't think so. I okay. Think they're just extra things. Because like, I like rangered, as in ran up and stabbed him. Oh, so you didn't know what happens sometimes when you stab them. Yeah. Uh, well, so far, I assumed it's always now after this happened. But like, so he's a, the orange man is a giant dude with a flamethrower who like flamethrowers people. Well, what and happens if you attack a guy with a flamethrower? It was with a sword. <laughs> I was careful. I was cautious. I, I was like, I don't want to grenade the guy. I'll sword him. And then kaboom, and he was next to a vehicle, which also went kaboom, and then suddenly all my guys are, like, hurt and bleeding, and they survived, but lesson was learned there. We've encountered something called, like, the Fallen? The Chosen? The Lost? The Lost. The The Somethings. We've encountered them. We've encountered, which was an awesome actual first mission that you encountered them in. It was a lot of fun. Did you do the story mission? Yeah, I think it was the story mission where they introduced these guys. And they introduced the Chosen? There was a chosen who yeah. showed up there. Yeah. That's the story so mission. here's the thing I don't know is if it's storyline, like so I think I had read online and stuff. Are there unique chosens each time you play the game? Or is it like the same like the chosen I have has special abilities and like so, disadvantages? So the way it works is the chosen you encounter, there's a set I don't I've, I've only encountered one chosen. There's a set number of chosen that always show up. Like the archetypes are always the same. Yeah. There's and you'll th- always see those three. Three. Yeah. Um, but the abilities they have will be different each game. So there's like a pool of abilities that they could have. Because like my chosen has like two advantages and two disadvantages, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. And I wonder if every time I play this game, is that just what this chosen is? But um, it I, seems like. So just to interject, I think. The tutorial chosen always has the same advantages and disadvantages. But I didn't if you play the tutorial, so well, but yeah. the the story mission. Oh, okay. So sto- so if you play without the story mission, everything will be completely randomized. But if you play with the story mission, that chosen always has the same ability pool. 
Okay. Do you know what that is? Because I can tell you what my chosen has. Um, I think it's like they don't trigger Overwatch. Yep. And um, they're weak against like they're weak against reapers, I think. Yeah, and they're weak against um, things elevated in position. Like I think, upper... I think that's the the starting pool. Okay, so that's the starting one. But in the future, if I played without the story missions, I would get like random chosen. Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily be that chosen as the first one you encounter, and it would be random, completely. Okay, because I'm assuming like because this chosen is already pretty pretty freaking tough, and I'm like. So here's the part where, again, we're getting into XCOM. I don't know. Like, I'm assuming this Chosen shows up. I hope there's not two Chosens or three Chosens at the same time. The other worry I have is, so this Chosen is like, I have an assassin that's on my ass who's like hunting me down right now. Mm -hmm. The assassin seems to every mission I encounter her come up with new powers and new ways to like fuck me over that I was not expecting. (laughs) And like suddenly like start slashing my guys and confusing them. And then I have to save their asses. And now I've discovered will like spoiler, like create dudes from everywhere and then just run away. So I can't just like attack them. And because they have like no triggers, they're freaking, I don't know how to stop this person to man. I don't know what to do. Like she showed up. My mission was a save the operative one. I had to save Rosie Beestinger, gentle grandma. Who's in my uh, campaign. She's a classic character from, some of you may know from like uh, the C team, D and D, Penny Arcade. I have one of. She's in there. I had to go save this poor little grandmother. She's going to be my scientist. And I was like, normally you take them and you escort them somewhere. This one I had to go save her. And it was like survive for like turns while we get the jet plane to come and pick you up. And I was like, okay. And then it's survive for three turns. And suddenly like stuff starts dropping everywhere. And then this chosen just shows up, starts <laughs> slashing my dudes. Professor Q goes down. He's my assassin. No, he's my sniper. Like my lead reaper goes down. Suddenly it's T-Man, the Rosie B. Stinger T-Man. And your best friend, apparently, who you bonded with, <laughs> Slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and, like, Slash was being slashed over and over by the assassin. The Chosen keeps just running up, slashing him, creating a dude, and running away. And then I'm like, I can't hunt her down right now. Am I supposed to kill her? I don't think I can kill her. I just need to get to the exit. Heads down. I brought a rookie along. He was a German rookie guy from, like, yeah, he's just from Germany. Doesn't have a name or title, but I'm always... Normally, I bring four people along, and I was like, this is just a simple extraction mission. Four people, my four best guys, and, like, you know, one rookie to learn the ropes. And, like, he's out there in the corner by himself, starting to get surrounded by, like, Advent troops. And then he gets, like, stunned and, like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, he's dazed by this Chosen who then runs off. And I'm like, I just don't have somebody to run over and grab him. But, okay, that's fine. I'll leave him be for now. I have too many problems with, oh, no, Professor Q just went down hard. Rosie B. Stinger runs, gets to the exit, gets out of there. I have three guys that I need to save. Slash gets slashed this time. He's down. He has like two hit points. And then all the Advent choose to go into Overwatch mode. And so none of them have attacked me. We're all under heavy cover and they don't attack me and instead just wait. Overwatch being when I move, they're going to shoot. And at least three to four of them do this. And then meanwhile, my dazed German guy, suddenly the Chosen runs up and is like, oh, I'm just going to torture you and get some information. And now suddenly she has a ton of information on me, starts taunting me because every mission in between this game, the chosen just taunts you and like constantly is telling me what a failure I am and I should give up and death and all this stuff. And like now suddenly has just like 
mind warped this guy, extracted all this information. It's like, I have what I need and like leaves. I'm worried about that and I'll get to that. So then this German guy is no longer dazed. He's pinned off by himself behind a wall. And then I realize I have to make have an to XCOM make decision, move. which is I have three guys I need to extract. One is dazed and he's your best friend slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> you revive him and you kind of get him not dazed. I think the Chosen has left us alone, but there are literally six dudes on Overwatch at this point between the two of you who each now have one hit point and the exit. <laughs> the worst part is you can reach the exit slash can't slash uh -uh. stops two points before it because when he's revived, he can't double move. He can only single move. And I was just sitting there like, what, what do I do in this case? And then I realized I have to make the hardest choice, which is an XCOM choice, which is German guy. You, you, you take you, the fire. You, you did your job, German man. <laughs> you did an excellent job. Run one time past the window and past the blown out wall, just past everybody and see what happens. And he runs. And so six dudes turn and face him and start firing away at him. He survives every single fucking shot, takes every bullet, dodges it, makes it to the end, and then ends up, I was like, well, kill this last advent in front of you. He shoots him, kills an advent soldier, takes him down. German guy is now off in a corner because he just needed to run past everybody way away from the ropes, but has managed to trigger all the overwatches and survived. You then... With your grenadiering ass, T-Man runs up to the exit. And then I was like, but Slash is going to next turn, enemy turn. They're going to just turn. He can only get so far. He gets up. You have your buddy ability. Your buddy power can give him an, an extra, extra turn. Yeah. So you run to the exit. You give him the extra move. You evacuate. Slash then, through his love of you and the <laughs> friendship bond, gets to take his extra two steps and evacuate himself. And, and German, German guy, guy dies to is now gunfire. German guy is surrounded by eight dudes, and a sectoid comes up and mind melds him, and then he gets mind controlled, and it's the mission ends. So he's captured. He's captured. So you have he's made the ultimate sacrifice for you. We're gonna have to go get his ass. Can he, we get his ass? Oh yeah, you, you will be able to have a mission later where you go rescue him because he he survived technically he yeah, was if a it hero said, if said captured and not killed he was mind controlled and yeah. then it just ended the mission yeah you you'll be able to rescue and him and it gave me by the way a good rating on that even though three <laughs> of my men didn't come back two died but one i guess but i'm just like oh that would be so great to have german guy be rescued because german guy was a fucking hero <laughs> german guy took six shots survived them managed to kill a dude and then give his life for Slash and T-Man <laughs> to continue the story. Okay. And that's I that battle. My character, I will go back for him. <laughs> I have to be on that mission to rescue him. My only worry is... I'm not going to make it that long. All your friends are dead, except for your buddy Slash. Listen, I have a, a sacred <laughs> bond with Slash from Guns N' Roses, okay? Oh. We, we go back so far. Where do we go now? <laughs> Where do we go now? Oh God! We're gonna, we started full circle. We started and ended with it. Okay, so I'll keep you in the loop of T Man's excellent XCOM adventures in my game. I but... feel I, I'm really worried that this <laughs> next time you're like, well, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm debating. Do I bring back Professor Q Junior? 
I, I always do. I always you make, make junior characters or something. I don't make juniors but or the second. Well, so um, because I've gotten to like the fourth and the fifths before, unfortunately. I, <laughs> I uh, I don't know if you have. Do you have all the expansions for it? I think so. Like, like, do you have the ability to make robots? Yeah. So in one of my old, um, <laughs> you make them into like I, 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 you became a robot. You died, uh, and were, and we uploaded your mind into a into like a Robocop. Robot. Yeah, and so you became. I think you were Cyber Harvey Z was the name okay. of the robot. And I uh, will, Professor Q. We will gain the technology. <laughs> we will make you better, faster, stronger. You will have your revenge one day. And German guy, I don't even know your name. But if there's ever a German soldier that I need to rescue, because part of me in my mind when I saw this was like, this guy saw T-Man and Slash get away. They rescued their person and they left him and he turned to the aliens. He already gave up all his secrets as well. He's a traitor now, (laughs) which is also now. So after this mission, like the chosen person is like super high in knowledge, because let's be honest, I haven't been successful in the previous things as well. So like they have this little four bar chosen thing. It's now like almost full. If it gets wait, to wait, four, four wait, does it's it already almost full? It's like on three bars. If it gets to four, is it a game over or is it like a life or death mission? It's or a, do, like, so just tell me if it's a game over. It's not a game over, okay. but shit happens. Shit goes down. And I'm like, okay, so let, let me, um, cause part of me is like, this person is taunting me this whole time. But now suddenly I'm worried about the taunts. Cause like the taunts <laughs> are like, I have the information now I'm coming for you. Okay. And I'm um, like, um, so all right. I, I'm, I'm not going to say too much about what happened, but just, I could, in, I don't in, know how to make that bar go down. You can't make the bar go down. The, the pause here of like, my mind is suddenly like, um, how do I? Stop this! This she's fucking me up, man. She's you gotta kill the chosen. That's the only way. To I stop tried the only once. She took my like best dude, the Reaper guy. Like I don't, I I don't know what to say, man. Like she's powerful. I don't even know if she's at her maximum power because so she has I, a lot of stuff that she could do. I just want to tell you that, like, as much as the story mission is fun. She is also by far the hardest chosen of the She keeps taunting me that she's the nicest of all of them, which is also the most, which is why (laughs) I love the taunts. But I'm like, I fully buy into this. I'm like, holy shit, what's coming next? Because, oh my God, she she keeps running up and just. She's easily the hardest to deal with. So my problem was I knew that this person was going to be there. I knew that, oh, she's weak against uh, people who are up in the air. Q, Professor Q stayed up in the rafters waiting she runs up and shanks him (laughs) no one else is around and he's just dazed up there and suddenly all these advent dudes who keep popping up just gun him down and that's why like suddenly all my guys had to stay close together but they can't trigger her overwatch and so that's why i'm also wondering like in the future like that's a really powerful like brutal one and i'm just like i'm in fear I'm loving every second of it, but I'm in total fear the, the that anytime this don't person mess around, like, like the chosen are serious business. Like, I don't even know if I can kill them. Cause I tried the first time she got away. I'm just, I'm just trying to survive. I had to get to the exit. I had to make a choice. And my <laughs> people made choices that we T man will remember German guy. He thought right. German guy would die. No German guy is still out there. T man's conscious. All right. Well, we're going to end on, on that. 
I am interested to see how how these adventures continue along. I uh, hope to I'm, keep I'm, T-Man alive. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope you keep me alive. I hope I'm I'm strong enough to survive. Uh, so that's it. We went through a lot of news. Um, got a little bit of XCOMing in, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that seems like a pretty good podcast. Uh, where can they find you on the internet? At the Z is silent on Twitter. Cool. You can find me at T Man Plays Games on Twitter. You can find us, the podcast, at Make Me a Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find my blog writings at tmanwrites.com. And if you email us, email us at Make Me a Gamer Podcast at Gmail. I almost said at Twitter, and yeah. that would have been wrong. <laughs> okay. Um. So, quick, deep thought from Harvey Z. Shoes, man. It's all about the shoes. <laughs> it's all about the shoes. See you next week.